like the Warriors have the football. An unbelievable start. Handoff is to Pellerin. Bowls his way in to the goal line. Play action. Complete to Lamb. Now Tyrell Ford's got some room. Watch out for Tyrell Ford. Touchdown, Warriors. Get used to it. Hey, welcome to the Waterloo Warriors Armchair Quarterback Podcast. I am your host, Lukey Boy Balch. Another off-season episode for you. Today we are sitting down with Coach Andrew Graham, our strength and conditioning coach for the Warrior Football Program. We're excited to talk to uh, Coach Graham about some of his uh, his philosophies and initiatives with strength and conditioning and, and where the boys are at right now. So let's get into it and uh, talk some football in, in the middle of winter here. I don't know what to say, really. Three minutes to the biggest battle of our professional lives. Okay, so I'm here today with uh, Andrew Graham on a special off-season uh, episode of the Waterloo Warriors Armchair Quarterback. Um, Andrew, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So let's just start off, uh, uh, Andrew, with just telling us how you came to uh, be the strength and conditioning coach uh, for the Warrior Football Program. Uh, what's, what's your background and how, how did you end up here? Um, well, long story short, I guess you'd say it all started just over 10 years ago when I first met uh, Coach Bertoya uh, when I was playing Team Ontario back when I was in high school. That was when that relationship with with Coach Bert first started. Um, and then I kind of, as I finished up my high school career, went off to university. I played football uh, at the University of Guelph. And when that was done, I, I started my own business and I was working in personal training and strength conditioning. And and right before the the lockdown of COVID started, Coach Burt called me and and kind of offered me the job, and I jumped at the opportunity to go and work with him. I, he made a huge impact on me uh, back in 2010 when we played uh, for Timo together, and, and he was my coach there. And and if he was, if the circumstances were different, I would have played with for him in a heartbeat. But I didn't. Uh, I didn't choose to go play at Western when he was there. And when he called me to come aboard here at Waterloo, I jumped there because, you know, I was I was really excited to, to work with Coach Burt. And since I got here, I was able to, you know, meet the rest of the staff. And and it's been a it's been an awesome, I guess, 18 months that I've been here now. So I'm enjoying every minute of it. That's great. Um, so are you solely working with uh, the football players? Do you have a, a expanded role within athletics? What does that look like? So right now, uh, I'm working exclusively with our football team, um, and and that's definitely uh, a lot of work right now. Um, it, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, we had a lot of obstacles to overcome in the last 18 months since I've been here with managing a few lockdowns, but right now, I'm working exclusively with the football team. Awesome. You know, we all know from, uh, you know, people who've, who've played before the importance of strength and conditioning, and we really appreciate, uh, you know, the work you're doing with the guys. So let's dive into that. What uh, what phase are we at right now with with lifting, with strength and conditioning? And what are the guys up to? Uh, well, right now, I think the biggest thing that we have to keep in mind is that with the the last eighteen months and these guys kind of going through that cycle of having access to the gym and then being on lockdown and having to train at home, I think the biggest thing that we have to do is manage how we get back into the gym and making sure that we keep our guys healthy and ready to perform first and foremost. So. We just finished up our first uh, phase back in the gym together as a team after this most uh, recent lockdown. So it's really about just getting some uh, rust knocked off and getting these guys back in and getting their bodies used to handling the the volumes and the loads um, that they weren't maybe exposed to over the the previous kind of month and a half while we were locked down there. 
Um, and, there, and then we, we're taking advantage of this reading week to kind of deload the bodies. And then we'll be coming back up here starting next Monday where we're going to get into more of our uh, intense football practices where we're going to put the pads back on. So again, from a strength perspective, um, really what we're doing right now is, is just trying to build some of that armor back up, get our guys uh, generally strong again. And then as we progress through the off season, we'll kind of take a few different paths and, and that's kind of dictated on where our guys are at. Um, obviously, you know, from a positional standpoint, what we have to do in a game is different from a lineman versus a quarterback versus a DB. So we cater our programming and, and how we train accordingly. But then we also look at it from the perspective of, you know, our incoming freshmen, our first years, what they need from a training perspective is far different than someone who's been in our program for four or five years. So we kind of have a few different streams that will go down and that's all dictated on where our guys are at. Well, that, uh, yeah, that sounds good. I mean, from being a former athlete, I can definitely identify with, uh, you know, the different types of lifting needed uh, to be successful on the field. Uh, you know, it's, it's no, uh, no secret, Andrew, that, um, you know, strength and conditioning is, is, is the pillar for for success um, at the university level and, and beyond. How have you seen a transition in, in the short time you've been here, the 18 months you've been here from, you know, whether it's the dedication or, or even the strength, um, you know, from the, the players on the team right now? Yeah, well, I, I think there it's it's kind of there's two ways to look at this. One is the, the dedication and the commitment and the consistency we've seen from our guys, um, you know, previously. Uh, there wasn't a full-time strength coach working with our football team. So, and, and that was a big thing. So uh, we're pretty proud to say collectively as a staff and as a team that over our first uh, four weeks here, when we were back in person training, our team-wide attendance was over 95%. That's like our average attendance amongst our whole team, which is pretty remarkable. Um, so that, so we're, we're super proud of that and hats off to our guys for that. But also from a results standpoint, um, you know, we've we've seen some very consistent improvements across the board uh, and across all positions since I've been here in terms of strength and, and most importantly, our speed. Um, you know, Coach Burt and the athletic department has has provided me with lots of tools where we can really measure um, what we're doing from an output standpoint. And I think when I first started, we had two or three guys that were over 20 miles per hour for their top speed. And I think by the end of our summer off season going into the fall last year, I think we had over uh, over 15 guys. So uh, in terms of our development of speed, it's been it's been pretty remarkable. Uh, our consistency and the commitment that from our guys has been pretty amazing. So, you know, we're trending in the right direction, but by no means are we content with where we're at. We're looking to take that next step as we move forward and and continue to progress, uh, you know, how we train our players and, and then ultimately how we perform on on game day. Yeah, Andrew, what's uh, obviously a, a big part of, of strength and conditioning is, is goal setting and, and reaching those goals. Do you have the individual players uh, set specific uh, either weight or, or, or speed goals? Um, do you have a goal for, like you said, the team or, or how does that work right now for, for you and your philosophy with that? So from an individual standpoint, um, and, it, and it's done really in a collective manner, our, our players will do what we call an exit interview um, with the full, with our full full-time staff at the end of the season. And, and that's where we're going to, you know, our coaches, positional coaches, coordinators, et cetera, they're going to provide players with feedback on how that last season went. And then, you know, what, 
you know, we're looking from them going forward. Um, and then that kind of leads into the specific goals that we set. Um, so we really do that in a formal setting one time a year, kind of right after the season. But I, I'm with these guys uh, literally all day, every single day. So we're always having those conversations in person, whether it's in the field house, on the field outside or or in the gym right now. We're talking about goals and and providing some support and guidance on on how to actually achieve that. Right. Like having a goal is amazing. And and I think it's a, a super important part of being successful as an athlete, but having a plan that's focused on the process and the steps needed to, to get there is really what matters. So that, that's how we kind of support our guys day in and day out is, is providing that guidance and those suggestions and those kind of habits that are going to ultimately lead to them getting to where they want to be and, and where we want them to be as a coaching staff. Well, that's, uh, that sounds like a great philosophy and uh, definitely, um, you know, I can tell that uh, from talking to the guys that they've appreciated that one-on-one uh, -on -one support and, and the intense focus um, that they're getting from, from you. So uh, hats off to you there. Uh, last question, uh, Graham, if you can answer it, uh, you know, let's let the listeners know who, who's the strongest guy in, on the team and who's the fastest right now. Tell us. Okay. Well, strongest, I think if we are going pound for pound, uh, and we're taking, you know, all lifts into consideration. I think we're probably going to have to give it to uh, Brig Medensky. Um, you know, some of the things that he's capable of doing in the gym are, are pretty remarkable. Um, but we just actually did some performance testing last Thursday, and we had a three-way tie for our fastest guys, uh, and that was between James Vasiliga, uh, Justin Sukar, and Kyle Wilson. Um, you know, obviously we've we've graduated. Uh, some pretty fast players uh, and they're, they're prepping for the combine right now, the Ford brothers. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're looking to see between those three guys, they all tied with the same top speed of who's, who's going to kind of emerge out of those three to be the, the, the next fastest guy in our program. So you're testing top speed and not necessarily traditional 40 time. Uh, yeah. So, so we did, uh, we did a few different tests on, uh, it was just the last Thursday before we went into reading week. So we are doing uh, just a straight up broad jump. We're doing a repeat broad jump. And then we do an acceleration test where we do their, their 20 yards uh, acceleration, but we take a 10 yard split of that. And then our final test is we do that. We call it a fly 10. So they have 30 yards to build up. And then we capture that last 10 yards from the 30 to the 40 yard line and see what is that top speed that they hit. And we kind of use that to, uh, to, like I said, build those profiles of our players. And then that's how we cater um, specifically what they need from a programming and actual training standpoint. Awesome. That's great. It's kind of uh, you know breath of fresh air to go against some of the traditional metrics that, um, you know, we necessarily don't, don't need to see everybody running that 40 yard and, and hurting themselves at times. So, um, hey, appreciate your time, uh, Andrew Graham, and, um, you know, really, you know, speaking from an alumni standpoint and, and some of the things we've heard, uh, again, want to echo uh, the great work you've done with the guys and excited to see, um, you know, them, them getting bigger, faster, stronger going into uh, spring camp and then ultimately next season. So appreciate it, man. Yeah, I appreciate the kind words. And, and honestly, it's a pleasure to work with these guys and to be a part of this program. So I'm just as happy as they are to walk into the gym or onto the field every single day and, and get after it alongside these guys. Awesome. Have a good day. You as well. All right. So thanks, Coach Graham. That was great to talk to him. Uh, just some updates before we take off. 
Um, really exciting news. The, the regional combine for the CFL uh, is going to be happening March 10th. And it's going to be at the Fieldhouse of the University of Waterloo. Uh, our very own Rashawn Dagelman, <clears throat> Jupiter Dean, and, and Barnaba Neal uh, will be competing in that. And, and it's uh, you know super exciting. We're actually going to be sitting down and talking with them um, afterwards just to see how it went and uh, get their thoughts on that. So we'll so keep an eye out for that podcast. We also have a, a tentative date for the uh, the gala, which is super exciting, uh, looking like it's going to be um, obviously in person. Thank the Lord. Uh, May 13th right now. Um, so, so keep an eye on your emails uh, and we'll do another podcast closer to on that as well. So thanks so much for, for sticking around with us and uh, looking forward to the next episode. Looks like the Warriors have the football. An unbelievable start. Handoff is to Pellerin. Bowls his way in to the goal line. Play action. Complete to Lamb. Now Tyrell Ford's got some room. Watch out for Tyrell Ford. Touchdown, Warriors. Get used to it.